Welcome to the 10 Minute Talent Show. My name is Justin Cross, and today we are talking job seeking in 2022 with our own Senior Regional Delivery Director, Chris Hancock. Chris, how are you? Doing well. How about you? Well, I, I was able to say Senior Regional Delivery Director <laughs> without, I mean, I kind of I kind of went fast through it, but I didn't stumble through it. It's a, it's a mouthful. I think we're actually changing that title, uh, not because of a uh, how, how hard it is to get out, but just for some restructuring stuff we did soon. So, yeah, yeah. I, I was wondering, like, if you, you know, you're talking to folks at, you know, a bar or whatever, and you're like, here's my, you know, I'm a senior regional delivery. Like, that, yeah. do you short, is there a shorthand for that? Usually what I say is uh, I oversee the recruiting operations in the East region, which same amount of words, but easier to right. articulate. That makes sense. Um, so I, I said this before we went on, but I had just talked to your one of your former employees, uh, Anna Gerald here. Uh, we were talking about onboarding and the onboarding process. But I know she used to work for you. And, uh, and so we have a side bet going. I'm not going to tell you what, what it is, but we want to know, what is your favorite color? Blue. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You know what she said? What? Red. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, for blood. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do wear red occasionally, but maybe it's just because when I do it, then it stands out and it's like burned into her memory for some reason. <laughs> you are rocking red right now. so I am, yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> um, so, so I want to talk a little bit, obviously, uh, about the job market. I know you've worked at Horizontal for a number of years now. You, you are a recruiter yourself and very successful at it. I'm just, before we get to the job market and the landscape, as a recruiter, like, I just want to know, like, what what helped you be successful? And what was your favorite aspect of, of doing that job? Yeah, I think what made me successful is recruiters should really be listening and and listening for the majority of their conversations and talking very little. Uh, I think sometimes recruiters they think their job is heavy sales, and certainly we're in a, a sales production type environment for the recruiters and the account managers. But you're you're getting a hold of people and you're asking them not only what they do, but like, what do you want to do? And what are your, what are your triggers? What are your motivators? And sometimes it might be, I'm, I'm looking cause I'm, cause I'm not currently working. Other times it's, I'm in an amazing job right now, but it would take X, Y, Z for me to leave. Right. And then it's everything in between as why someone might be open to a new role. But in order to be able to serve them and provide that really good customer service, you have to ha- ask those questions because then all of your follow-up conversations throughout a process of them looking, they should be falling in line to what they told you. So um, I felt like I had a lot of success. Someone would tell me I'm looking for this type of industry, um, this type of hourly rate, salary, this type of management style, um, and this skill set. And then always being in tune with that throughout the process and not just trying to like jam rolls down their throat. Here's every single rec that we have, every opening. And then people start going, man, it feels like this person's just trying to make a placement and make a buck off me versus actually being some sort of a conduit between my current job and my next one. That's, that's, that's very interesting from my perspective here as well. Cause I've, I mean, I found my jobs through recruiters. Um, so I've had different experiences, but you know, as somebody who, you know, run social media for us and post all the time and stuff like that. I see comments sometimes when we post something about job seeking or, or working with a staffing agency or something. And it's not always positive. You know, it's, it's the, people have had those types of experiences like you were talking about where they're sort of trying to jam people through. Yeah. I, I would say, uh, my, I have so many, uh, LinkedIn connections that I would say my, my newsfeed on, on LinkedIn is I don't want to say littered, but there's, I see a lot of that. It's people, it's like, all right, it's the, the, what is the complaint about working with a staffing company today? But when you read them, they're, they're very legitimate. And if you work with, um, 
consultants or candidates over over a long period of time and they've worked with multiple um, talent agencies, they've had some sort of a really poor experience and it usually comes from communication, um, feeling salesy, not being heard, maybe dishonesty. And um, part of it, I think, is getting into a recruiting role, it's it's a low barrier to entry. There's generally not like you need to have this degree or this experience. Yeah. So you hire a lot of people that are doing a lot of different things. And then you have companies that just don't have a, a culture and um, they just don't do it the right way. They, yeah. they do it to, to make money and, and that's it. And if you have a di- different purpose, you can grow and be really successful while also serving these people the way that they deserve to be served. That sounds very similar to stand-up comedy to me. <laughs> I did that for 10 years, and, and let me tell you that people just go, yeah, I could, you know, they get up on stage. And I, I think that's great sometimes that they, they get up on stage and do an open mic, but it's like, you, you know, maybe write something before, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Um, you know, 2021 was such a, a, a hot market for job seekers, and we've seen that, you know, as we've rolled into 2022. I mean, talk a little bit about the hiring landscape, the job seeking landscape, and, and you know, you see a lot of, uh, a lot of folks, you know, taking another job, whether it's more money or better fit or whatever the case is, but that landscape, are we going to, do you, do you think that we'll see that as, as 2022 continues? Yeah. I mean, now that we've gotten past the holidays and kind of people getting back into the swing of things in early January, coming out of those, the time off, things have not slowed down or, or changed at all, um, at least internally here. And I think if you read market data, both uh, regionally here and then across the, the country, it's exactly the same. I mean, every, it seems every month there's a um, either a record or close to uh, record amount of job openings. Part of that is just is is growth, and then a big part of that is the amount of people that are quitting every month as well. I mean, I think it was over four point two, four point three million in December, something around there, um, and that's people quitting. Um, I think. Be- for a variety of reasons, but they certainly have the leverage to, to move into new roles right. right now. And then the other thing is we're seeing just the amount of um, the amount of people falling off throughout the process because they have so many opportunities um, yeah. in, in the mix. Um, and then people turning down offers that, that they're getting, um, both because they either have something else, another offer, or they're just able to be very selective because they have a lot of opportunities that they're evaluating. And it's like, I can, I can wait until I, I find what feels to be as close to a perfect fit as possible. I'm wondering, I didn't have this down here before, but like, has that made your job harder at all? Yeah. I mean, I would say overall, it's certainly made getting um, requisitions and job openings easier. Uh, we have clients that are, are more knocking on our door versus, you know, um, us having to aggressively, um, sell and, and, and get agreements in place to work with clients. That's obviously still part of what we do. And just for like, obviously we've been in staffing, a lot of yeah. people listen, but clients being like employers, yes. hiring managers. Yep. Companies. Yeah. 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 So there's, there's less, I would say, um, outbound business development that we have to do. And we're just getting openings more organically of companies saying, we, we need you to fill this role for us. Cause we're, we're unable, we're unable to do it and we don't know what to do. Um, yeah. and then, uh, so that, that part's easier, but certainly getting candidates across the finish line, and whether it's a contract or a full-time engagement, it's it's never been harder. I mean, the, um, again, offers declined, and like that statistic is, is something that's gone up. And we do a lot of things in place to try and mitigate that, and, and we think we we do a pretty good job of, um, 
of, of working through those, but it's also, it's just something that's happening mm-hmm. because of the market. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so for, for those who are, you know, you talk to folks like this all the time, like, you know, job seekers who are trying to figure out if they should stay or go from their, their current position, you know, role and position, what kind of factors you, you hinted it, you, you had it uh, a minute ago, but like, what are some of those factors that, that people are considering and like, what's your advice to them when it, when it is like stay or go? Yeah. I, I think people need to take a very, um, a very intentional inventory about what's important to them, right? So if you're, if you're working at a current role, you just got to look at, I mean, every single one of us has things that we really like about our roles and there's things that are challenges, right? So there's no perfect job out there. Yeah. Um, and someone tells you they have, you know, the perfect job, they're, they're probably lying in some, in some way <laughs> or they're not being honest with themselves. Is that um, what you tell them? You're lying. <laughs> you are lying, sir. Yeah. So, but I think, um, I think the inventory of, of, you know, what does the company do? What type of company do you want to work for? So just the kind of the, the broader picture of just I'm at this organization and then it's your current role and it's um, do, I, do I like leadership? Am I aligned? Am I respected? Um, the actual work I'm doing, is it, is it interesting? Do I feel um, not only is it interesting now, is it going to be relevant a year from now? Am I building on my skills and what I'm doing? And then yeah. compensation is a factor, of course. And I think people need to weigh what is the most important thing for them because there's some people that staying on compensation, they might just say, you know what, what I'm doing, this is all I want to do, but I just want to go get more money for it. And they can probably do that. It's like, you know what, the company doesn't matter that much. I'm doing the same work, but I just compensation is the most important thing. And this is what I'm going to do until I retire. Fair enough. Um, There's other people that you, you kind of weigh the pros and cons of making a move and you know, is the grass going to be greener based on these things that you've evaluated? And, um, but I think before people jump into a job search, sometimes they, sometimes they jump in, they go through a bunch of interviews, they start getting offers. And then they're like, you know what, this is too real. And the reason it's too real for them to make a move is because they haven't done that full evaluation probably on the front end and circling back. That's part of our job as a recruiter is making people think, and, and proactively asking them questions that they might not be thinking about themselves because we're, we're kind of the we're kind of the experts and people looking for jobs and whatnot. So yeah. we can guide them and be like, hey, have you thought about this? Like, oh, wow, I wasn't considering that. So well, that's something you should think about now, not a month from now. Yeah. Um, and that's it's one of the things I really like about it. Yeah. It's interesting that, that I feel like it goes back to one of your previous answers in the beginning, which was about listening, right? And, and whether people are trying to like listen and evaluate to them because it's nuanced and it's different for everybody. Right. And, and like you said, people are in different positions with their company, with their life, you know, the things that they may want. I know personally, like my, the value, the things that I value, you know, in my mid thirties are different from the things I valued in my very much twenties. Yeah. Um, like I don't eat as much little Caesars hot and ready pizza. <laughs> like really, I definitely eat less Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> You, that's 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 by the way uh, the rest of this podcast we're gonna we're gonna close it out on a evaluation of fast food. Yeah. Uh, Chris, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. You know, I guess the last thing I did want to ask you about, uh, you know, obviously you've worked in staffing for a long time, but like for those who have never used a staffing company, whether they're an employer or a job seeker, or maybe they've used it, had different experiences, like what, 
what is a not just horizontal, but what's a value that you just mentioned? We're experts yeah. on this, and we can help with it. How how hit on that a little bit more? Yeah, I for the for a candidate looking for a job is hard. There's there's no uh, you know you don't do it a lot throughout your life. M- many people don't, um, and I think having having people who do it and live in it every single day and you have a perspective of working with so many different people mm-hmm. and so many different clients, companies um, externally, that we can give a lot of advice that might be different for every single person that you talk to, but they can lean on us for like, here's whether it's generally speaking, here's what your resume should look like to, to um, either have it stand out in a good way or not stand out in a bad way, you know, just making it um, relevant from that perspective. And then, you know, um, we can make a lot of connections with actual hiring managers. I mean, I think if you, if you read the, uh, the hiring process just across, it's probably global, but just speaking in the U S it's broken at most companies. There's just, there's not a good, there's, there's ATSs that applicant tracking systems that filter good people out. There's people that, um, you apply, you never hear back and, and we can be a direct source into like an actual decision maker who can make that hiring decision, which is that's, if you, if you can't get a seat at the table, you're never going to get hired. And we have right. all these relationships with clients. And then I think, I think with, um, with our, with our companies, just that we can provide best, best practices of, you know, what, what are they trying to solve? Typically it's not just, they're trying to hire someone. They're trying to solve some sort of business challenge they have. Hey, we're building this widget. In order to build this widget, we need to hire this person, and that's where we come in. Um, and we can guide them on best practices of getting the best people in the most timely fashion. So yeah. I love that consultative approach. It's like we're not just someone who's just going to send you candidates because you need candidates. It's like, hey, we're going to send them to you, but we're also going to keep you aware of market data data, and best hiring practices. Because a lot of these people they've, that are in hiring positions, they've been at their companies for a long time. They see it through this vacuum of how they do it there. And we work with thousands of clients and we can kind of take all that data and be like, this would be the perfect yeah. way to hire someone. <laughs> and even if you incorporate a couple of these things, it's going to make your job a lot easier. And then we're going to partner together a lot better. Right, right. That's uh, that's fantastic. Uh, I, I, you know, I... I like I said, I came in through a recruiter at a previous different staffing company, but like, uh, I I was fortunate to have a really good recruiter who who followed back up. It was in the first job; it was actually the second job. He goes, "That's that's actually I think a better fit for you." Yeah, and I would not have seen that. You know, I would not have seen that. And certainly, like you said, the company I was I was hired for was trying to fit a, a certain need. Right? Yeah. They wanted to. They wanted more Little Caesars jokes on, uh, <laughs> in their blogs, so that's, that's where I came in. Uh, Chris, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you.